pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hard to believe that we are entering the third year of the COVID-19 pandemic. Kids' mental health, can, it just continues to be a growing issue right now. The kids' health, school, and after-school activities continue to be disrupted by the pandemic. Day after day, month after month, in some form. Maybe it's the kid has to sit out because they were exposed, or maybe they got the virus, or someone in their household got the virus. They're being impacted still to this day. They're losing out on some of their childhood experiences, the same ones we had growing up. They're not getting that chance to enjoy. But how, as a parent, a grandparent, a guardian, how can you make a difference? How can you make a coping toolbox for kids that are maybe struggling with some mental health issues themselves? Well, joining us right now, we have a mental health expert on the line, Dr. Anna Flores Locke. Doctor, how are you? Good, thank you. Yeah, thank you. What What is it um, that's happening right now that, the, why are we seeing kids still struggling with their mental health at this time of year? Yeah, I mean, my nine-year-old son came to me one day and said, Mama, I want to kill myself. And so I live this along with the parents that are listening now. And because kids have reached such, such despair in year three of this pandemic, sometimes they feel like they just want it to end. They just want it to be over. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I can imagine, and unfortunately we, we hear these stories and I, it's important to share the stories. Mm-hmm. So many people often, they're like, well, they died of suicide. We can't talk about that. But I'm like, mm-hmm. well, I, I need people to know that it's a real thing. It's not just something you right. see on TV. It's not real until it impacts you. What are some ways as parents we can sit down and talk to our, our children? Yeah, that's a great question. And I really commend you for mentioning how we have to take it seriously when our kids tell us statements like, I want to kill myself, or I don't want to wake up in the morning, or I hate school because I have to wear a mask. And by taking it seriously, we simply give them space and listen, invite them to sit with us and say, honey, you know, tell me, how are you feeling? And we can also model for them and say, oh, my gosh, I've been home all day on my computer working and I am feeling so lonely and so sad. I wish that this was over. Can you relate? Do you share in that experience? And, ha- and and model for the kids how to say those feelings that are very valid right now. Yeah, and it's <clears throat> it's as important that you want your kids to be able to talk to you, but you should want to be you should be able to talk to your children. And there are some people who they don't really know how to talk to someone like a, your nine year old, for example. 
they say mm-hmm. that to you and you don't even know how to respond at first, I'm sure. You have to find the words to say. Right, yeah. And sometimes it's okay to be silent or just say, I don't know what to say right now. I hear you. And we're going to continue talking and we're going to learn. We're going to do this together. And so just being open and honest like that tells your kid, okay, I can still talk to mom or dad or grandma about this. And I did not like shut down the conversation, right? It's more of like, yes, I'm scared too. And what you said was scary and we'll figure out how to get the support you need together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I understand, but it, it, believing what they say is important because I remember at least when I was growing up, it was parents would say, oh, well, they're just saying that for attention. Mm-hmm. They're just saying that for attention. And then, unfortunately, there were some instances where people found out that it wasn't for attention. It was a cry for help that was mm-hmm. ignored. Right, Yeah. And that's why I do tell parents that when you hear things or when you have an instinct that things are not okay with your child, I mean, they're having more temper tantrums or they're not engaging in activities that they enjoyed in the past. They're isolating. They don't want to get up in the morning. They're putting their phone on do not disturb. That is when we do need to take it seriously. Yeah. And say to the child and get the support around you as well as a parent, because it's hard as the mom or dad to, to also have to talk to your kids with about this. And that's why we need such a community of support that will help us along those conversations. Yeah, I agree with you there, mm-hmm. doctor. And what's a coping toolbox? Yeah. So um, a coping toolbox is, something to prepare in advance and parents can do this today and it gives you options and ideas so when you are in that um, shocked moment (laughs) when you hear something that your kid tells you you can go to the toolbox and have something to pull out and so one thing you can put in there is physical activities because our emotions are expressed through our bodies and so when your kid comes home from school and it's like, I hate school. It was awful. I had to wear a mask all day. I can't breathe. Okay, well, let's take out a index card from our toolbox. And what activity is on there? Oh, it says run around the house five times. Let's do that. Run around the house five times. And so it gives parents just these options to engage their child in physical activity. And then um, also after their body has processed their emotions, now there's that space for talking and having conversation. Yeah. Well, Dr. Anna Flores-Lock, I appreciate you taking the time today. And this is a very important topic. Whether people want to publicly address it or not, I, I like to say that we should all be mental health advocates in some capacity. Yeah. And, and you do, I'd like to say you do God's work uh, being Thank a you. mental health expert yourself. I appreciate you taking Thank the time. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. As a parent, as a grandparent, you should you should have conversations. They're tough to have. They are tough to have, but you know what's even tougher? Sitting next to your son or your daughter in a hospital room with tubes running through their body, 
keeping them alive. It's tough to talk about. But until you are in that situation, until you have seen it yourself, I don't think you'll ever understand. Until you're praying that this was just a dream or the person that you love wakes up, you'll never understand it. If your child says something, quit pushing it off as, attention-seeking and it's easy for people to want to always down the millennials the gen z this younger generation okay that's fine call them snowflakes all you want you could do that call them snowflakes all you want but remember if something were to happen you wouldn't be able to live with yourself you wouldn't there are obvious cries for help, and people say all the time, well, I didn't know. But how didn't you know? If your child comes up and says, you know, Mom, I, yeah, I just, I really don't want to do this anymore. That in itself is concerning. Talk to them. Find out what they mean. What they mean. I know people are like, oh, people switch schools too much too often now. Well, maybe they have to. Do you want them to be in a bad environment? Bullies are always going to be there. They are. It's about how you respond, and you have to show your kids that it's okay to not be okay. It is. And I know you may say, well, this Jordan, this is a little dark. You know, I can't believe you're talking about this. Well, maybe me talking about this will help you as a parent or a grandparent open your eyes to some of the signs that are there. Some of the signs that are right in front of you. Because unfortunately, we all know someone, whether we were close with them or not. We all know someone who took their own life. And I'm not going to say it could have been prevented because at the end of the day, the person who does something such as that, it's what they do. But maybe while they were here on earth, we could have made them feel better. We could have loved them. That's why my biggest thing when I'm out in public is I don't care what kind of day I'm in. There's all, I know that there's always, there's always someone, there's always someone that's having a worse day than me. There's always someone having a worse day than me. Am I spending more or less? About the same amount? We've got deals you won't see anywhere else. Anywhere else. Oh, shop. Shop for my uh, nieces and nephews. Shop local from home. From your phone. From your tablet. Check it out now. Great deals now at whbcdeals.com.